Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit brings us to Jesus is the Gospel today, Matthew 3, verses 13 through 17. Please listen to verse 17 again. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. It may well have been a sunny day along the banks of the Jordan River. Another day of the voice calling out in the wilderness, the voice dressed in coarse camel's hair with only a leather belt around his waist. Another day of John baptizing with water in the river as people came confessing their sins. A baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Just another day until Jesus came. Now why? Why did Jesus come to be baptized? How often haven't you thought about that question? It certainly puzzled John, didn't it? He tried to talk Jesus out of it. I need to be baptized by you, and you come to me? John knew his sinfulness. He needed the Messiah to bring him forgiveness. So why? Why did Jesus come to be baptized? What sins did he have to be washed away? Now, no doubt you remember from Sunday school that Jesus was holy. He was sinless. In fact, just this last week, the catechism class looked up 1 Peter chapter 1 that describes Jesus as a lamb without blemish or defect. He never sinned, not even once. All his thoughts, words, and actions were pure all the time, perfectly in line with God's law, perfectly righteous. Even the world will talk often about how good Jesus was. Now, dear friends, you're ready for the secret truth. You see, even as the world praises Jesus for his goodness, they're blind to this truth. It's so secret. Now, I don't mean to gossip here, but let me tell you what Jesus was guilty of. He was guilty of disobeying his parents and talking back to them. He was guilty of losing his temper and lashing out with his words. He was guilty of loving money envying what others had, trusting health and wealth for happiness. He was guilty of dishonoring God's name and of neglecting God's word. He was guilty of laziness in prayer and slowness to speak God's truth. He was guilty of dishonoring the Lord God, not giving him the full respect and regard and reverence that was rightfully the Lord's. Now, does that list of sins sound familiar? It should. It should because what I've listed there are your sins and mine. For you see, that is what Jesus was guilty of. And I don't mean he did the same things that we do. He didn't. He never sinned, as you learned in Sunday school. That's correct. But all of our sins, yours and mine, all of them were charged against him. 
as though he were guilty of them all. He carried our guilt. And it's not only our sins that were charged against Jesus. He was guilty of eating the forbidden fruit, guilty of naked drunkenness, guilty of adultery with the wife of Uriah the Hittite, guilty of betraying the Son of God. Yes, the sins of Adam, Noah, David, and Judas. He was also guilty of genocide and and mass murder, sins of Stalin, Hitler, Pol Pot, and the worst criminals and tyrants of all times. All the sins of the world were charged against Jesus. He carried the guilt of all. That's why he was baptized there, to wash away the sins of the world, including yours and mine. And I realize this doesn't really sound right, does it? How could a man living 2,000 years ago wash away my sins that I haven't even done yet? That's why this is a secret truth that the world cannot figure out or discover, that the world rejects. But God has made it known. He has revealed it in his word. Through the holy prophets, he declared, the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. Jesus carried our guilt. This is what the apostles preached. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. 2 Corinthians 5. And this, dear friends, this is what you believe. Because God has made it known to you through his word. He has made the secret known through his word. And the Holy Spirit has convinced you of its truth. Yes, you believe that Jesus carried your guilt. Because his baptism is yours. What a tragedy when people turn away from their their baptismal faith. What a tragedy when they no longer believe in Jesus that he carried their guilt. Many who were baptized in this building at this very font have turned away from Jesus. Oh, they may still know about him and even claim at times to have faith, but what they have is only an empty knowledge of the facts. For you see, dear friends, faith Faith that looks to Jesus and trusts that he has carried our guilt. That faith that believes that his baptism is ours. That faith is a living, active force. It changes our heart, will, and mind. It is an energy that moves us to live for Jesus and serve him, gladly hearing and learning his word. Without faith, sin brings only death and hell. Yes, sin damns whether a person has been baptized or not when there is no faith any longer in the heart. How tragic such a death. But dear friends, look and see Jesus there at the Jordan. See him baptized with water and believe that his baptism is yours. He has stepped up to take your place so that your guilt is counted against him. All your sins are charged against him. And there as he is baptized with water, so also your sins are washed away. For he is the Christ, the anointed one 
who has come to carry the sins of the world, including all of yours and mine. See, his baptism show that he is that Christ, the only Christ, the anointed one, come to save us sinners. Yes, his baptism is yours. For just as water was put on Jesus, so also you have been baptized with water. And as you contemplate your baptism, see that water stained red with the blood of Jesus Christ. For that is what gives baptism its power. Only the blood of Jesus poured out from his wounds on the cross for you. Only his blood gives baptism its power. For as the scriptures declare, declare, the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, purifies us from all sins. Yes, only the lifeblood of God the Son could wash us clean. And so Jesus came as the Son of God and the Son of Man. Only as God could he carry all the sins of the world, and yet only as man could he carry them in our place. So that is what he has done there. Carrying our sins so that in baptism they are washed away. Completely away. See, that water of baptism dyed red with his blood. For at his baptism he stepped up and took our place all the way to the cross suffering our God-forsakenness carrying our sin, dying our death. He did that for you. For his baptism is yours. He carried your guilt. Christ's baptism is yours. And what else do we see happening there when Jesus is baptized? Look at what was heard and and seen by those around As Jesus was baptized, the scriptures say the heavens were opened and the Holy Spirit came down visibly in the form of a dove. You even have it depicted there on the picture. And the voice of the Lord God, the Father, the voice of the Father was heard. This is my Son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Christ's baptism is yours. And just as those things happened when Jesus was baptized, So they happened when you were baptized with water. Now, they did not happen in a visible, audible, physical way that we can observe. But that does not make it any less uh, certain or true or real. Just as the Holy Spirit came down and the Father spoke when Jesus was baptized, so also that happened when you were baptized. We see it visibly and audibly happening with Jesus so that by faith we see and hear it with our eyes and ears of faith at our baptism. Christ's baptism is yours. So just as the Holy Spirit came down when Jesus was baptized, so also he came down into your heart at your baptism Oh, no one could have videotaped it happening because God does not perform that wondrous miracle as a spectacle for people to gape at. Rather, he gives it as a promise for faith to grasp. 
Just remember what happened when Jesus was baptized there in the Jordan with water. And by faith know that that also happened at your baptism. For you were baptized into his name. His baptism is yours. And at your baptism, the Holy Spirit came down and gave you rebirth into God's family. Yes, you and I who were born dead in sin, who were corrupted by the inherited sinfulness from the sinful flesh of our parents all the way back to Adam and Eve. Yes, you and I who were dead in sin, we were born again of water and the Spirit. Just remember Jesus' baptism for your faith to be strengthened by that truth. Don't believe those who say that oh, water baptism is just a, a ceremony and that you, to really have the Holy Spirit you need a different kind of baptism. They've twisted God's truth. Simply take God's word as it stands there and know that as that Holy Spirit came down when Jesus was baptized, so also at yours. For Christ's baptism is yours. You were baptized into his name, the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit who came into your heart through the water and word. And so also, just as the Father spoke when Jesus was baptized, this is my Son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. So also those words were spoken by the Father to you. Words that your faith held on to at your baptism. Whether you are male or female, at your baptism, the Father said to you, you are my son whom I love. With you I am well pleased. But, but how? How could that be? Didn't we come to baptism as a sinner? Weren't we corrupted by sin from the moment of our conception, as the scriptures say? Don't we still, even after our baptism, daily sin much and deserve nothing but punishment? Or is that confession of sins that we have at the beginning of the service each week just a, a formality to try to show that we're not too self-righteous? No. When we come each week and confess our sins, that is the honest truth. We are sinners. But then how can God say, with you I am well pleased? Well, dear friends, the answer is in that theme there, Christ's baptism is yours. For you see, he not only carried away your guilt, he also gave you his status. Yes, through baptism, you share Christ's status. His status as a son of God. His status as righteous and holy. And that is why the Lord declares with you I am well pleased. Now, Jesus, of course, is uniquely the Son of God. He is of one essence with the Father, the only begotten from all eternity. He has always been and always will be the Son. We don't become divine through baptism like Jesus, though, but he shares his status with you. So through faith in Jesus, that faith worked in you at baptism, you have that same status as Jesus Christ. So when the Lord looks at you who continue in your baptismal faith, he sees Jesus, and therefore he says, 
You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. It's only our lingering old self that wants to use this marvelous good news as an excuse to indulge our sinful desires or to uh, neglect our spiritual growth. But when our new self hears such wonderful words that the Almighty Father says to even someone like me, you are my son, with you I am well pleased. What great good news that is. For as a son of God, you are an heir, an heir of everlasting life. The love of the Father is lavished on you and me through Jesus Christ, for his baptism is ours. We have the Father declaring that he is well pleased. Not that he likes my sin in any way, but that he has forgiven my sin and sees only the righteousness of Jesus that covers me. For Christ's baptism is yours. How this changes the way we live. For now, now as we go through life, we see that we are sons of God children of the Most High, so that we live in a way that brings honor to our Heavenly Father. And even if living in that way brings us earthly pain or loss, what difference does it make? Because as sons of God, you are heirs, heirs of everlasting life. You have an inheritance in heaven. So even if we lose everything in this life, we still have the riches beyond our imagination stored up for you. So follow Jesus. Live as sons of God, bringing honor to his holy name, saying no to sin, and growing in faith as you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. For you have the love of the Father lavished on you, taking care of you each and every day. And what is more? As he takes care of us each day, we can live with that boldness that knows that no matter how lonely or forsaken our life may seem at times, yet you are never alone. For you have been baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The triune God is with you, just as you see the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit there at Jesus' baptism. For Christ's baptism is yours. He has carried away your guilt. You share his righteous status. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.